Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's that time of the week again. The Rugby League rant, fifth and last. Put on your headgear, chuck in your mouth guard and get ready for an hour of nothing but NRL tour. And the regular season has now concluded. It is time for the championship rounds. The finals are here, Brock. They are. They're here. Um, and as you said, I think this is uh, it's, it's exciting and I think it's the most open competition in many, many years. There's, uh, I think there's probably six live chances, in my opinion, that can win the competition this season, which um, you know has really opened it up. Yeah, well, very compressed ladder, as we said. Going into last week's round, there was three teams in contention for the minor premiership. Obviously, the Roosters eventual uh, minor premiers there after Manly went down to the Cowboys and they defeated Souths. Uh, the top four was open to three teams, all three of which won but it come down to Penrith if they won being two points clear so they locked up that spot and there was three spots left in the eight. The Warriors bombed their chance last night. Parramatta, everything went their way for them to get in but they both lost so they missed out. The Broncos slid in there. The Dogs held on to their spot and Melbourne obviously wrapped up their spot. Yeah. So that's all done and dusted now. We start off, as always, with the Fast Five. Highlight, low light, best team or player, worst team or player. Any questions coming out of the round? What was your highlight? The Titans winning. That was a cracker. The Titans. I backed them uh, with Tommy Waterhouse, too, as you know. We were out having some lunch with the old man. Uh, well, late lunch, early dinner, before we strolled over to watch the Panthers game. And, uh, look, they were, they were pretty good second half, the Titans. Uh, and it was good to see them finish on a high note. Um, and I've laid the boot into them plenty of times this season, but... Uh, I just saw, especially with circumstances, they had Aiden Caesar go off at a critical moment in the game, but they still managed to ice it. And to the Bulldogs, well, they're on the other side of the ledger. They were to give up an 18 0 lead the week out before the finals, uh, and you know they're now going down to Melbourne. Mm. It doesn't really look good for the doggies, but stranger things have happened. You'd have to think that Tony Williams is obviously going to spend a few weeks. Well, I looked at the judiciary news today, and I couldn't find Tony Williams' name. Uh, you know, in the in a few tweets that I looked at while if, I was at work, Dylan Knapp was getting four put on him before they fight the charge and three guilty. Tony Williams has to be somewhere around there. Yeah, we'd, you'd imagine so, but we'll get to that later in the pod. Yeah, well, my highlight was the vintage Tahu yesterday. <laughs> Tahu got on uh, slam dunk. Got on by you know unfortunate circumstances. Joseph Lalu were going off in a neck brace, but he came on the field, scored a you know just a walk in, and I thought, oh yeah, that's a nice way to finish things off because he's obviously not going to have a contract there next year. Still looking for a deal. I'm hearing today that he's going to be heading somewhere in Europe. Uh, next thing you know, he does the old tap on, the old quick hands. He threw a flick pass, old vintage Tahu. Next thing you know, he's off for a 40-metre try, and he did another one of those quick shifts when he got jammed, and then he smashed Jack DeBell and made the bloke throw up. So it was old-school Tahu, you know, of, of the peak of his powers. I was really impressed yesterday. I enjoyed it a lot, just a bit of a flashback to being a younger bloke again. Well, I've just got onto Twitter, and we're going to jump into the high, uh, the low light. My low light is Tony Williams getting off. Well, He's got off. He didn't get he charged. He didn't get charged. And yeah. Dylan Napa got charged. Yeah, well, that's ridiculous. What an absolute joke. Napa got him in the head, but he... Tony kind of... Williams got him flush in the temple. Yeah, and same deal. I know and Napa put a player him, off the field. Napa never was... never made an attempt to wrap his arm. Absolute G up. Yeah, it's a joke. Well, hopefully Melbourne tear him apart this week, because that's a bit of an injustice. If you're a Titans fan yesterday, they're lucky they got the result. Like you said, that Will Zillman potted that goal. And you... well, yeah, but what if that's a semi... Look... What if that's... What... Like, put yourself in... This week's situation. What if that's Cameron Smith he takes out that yeah, goes off the 100%, field? 100%. But same as the kick yesterday. Mortimer couldn't make that goal. They had two moments where they missed Caesar because of Tony Williams. 100%. The shot 100%. at goal and the field goal. Now, what actually, Takarangi's uh, error didn't cost them the game. So. Oh, the consistency of the judiciary and the match review committee, what a joke. Hang your head in shame. Well, I think we can say the same thing we've said a lot of times. The professional. A professional organisation comes up with that. Different uh, outcomes for different players, it seems. Uh, Mate, that's a, that's an absolute rule. There's a big inconsistency. Unbelievable. My low light was uh, the Leilua injury. It wasn't too uh, 
great to see anyone go off in a neck brace. I don't wish that upon anybody. I think they said not long after that he was out and walking around the dressing room. But when somebody stays down in those circumstances, you always got to fear for the worst. And yeah. Like, yeah, luckily things seem to not be uh, heading that direction. But, yeah, it's always a scary moment when you have to stop and see somebody with their arms crossed and not moving on the floor. Well, we also watched the... We sat down and watched the Tiger-Sharks game together. That was that was a low light in in, in its entirety. I oh, mind the Eels flop as well. I can't believe... They, they crapped know, the bed again, they, didn't they? They beat Manly, and I, I was all jacked up thinking, here all we go. All they had to do was win one of those two. And we, I said a couple of weeks ago, the Warriors and the Cows had a harder draw. It could be even I said that, but think, they, it's not they, a harder draw when you look at it. And they still flopped on it. But uh, the last two weeks, they've just been ordinary. And then the dogs with the other one, 18 nil up. Josh Reynolds' stupid forward pass. What another brain fade by him. And now you're telling me about the circumstances there with the, the judiciary. That's an absolute joke. What a joke. G-up. Uh, What about your best? Uh, Jonathan Thurston in the form of the Cowboys. Mm. My hot tip. I'm, uh, I'm a little bit concerned that they're outside the four. Yeah, well, every year they do that. Um, but they've finished fifth, and it'll only take, you know... I, they're, they're going to have home ground advantage, obviously, this week, and then they're going to have to win three straight in Sydney. And uh, I don't know. Can they do it? Uh, they're they're beating South for me, in Sydney. I've said it a million times. They've got no reasons to whinge again. They're, they're their own reason they don't get the top four. They start the year like crap. They've come home hot again. But yeah, Well, fifth, I think, is a good result for you, them. You can only streak for so long. That's my other issue. They do seem to do this every single year. They get hot heading into the finals, and then week one, they're in an elimination game. Mm. Yeah, they've been screwed over twice, but they leave themselves in that position. So. Well, I've got to be honest. Like I'm, I'm a massive Panthers fan, and I respect the Roosters, but I think... Uh, sorry, I respect Manly, but... At the moment, I think the Cowboys are going better than Manly and Penrith. Oh, they're going better. So I'd, I'd sort of rank yeah, them they're third. They're lucky enough they still get two bites of the cherry, though. The Cowboys could have a bad week next week and be done. Mm. Yeah, well, difference. that's the thing. Exactly right, 100%. That's what happens when you don't get yourself a top-four spot. Like but you know what? Like, if I'm one of these top-four sides that loses this week, I don't want the Cowboys coming to my no, home. No, game. I told you yeah, that too. I didn't want to play the Warriors or the Cowboys. I got who I wanted as a Melbourne fan. We, yeah. we get the Bulldogs. Yeah. If we were to lose, I'd be filthy, but... Well, the Bulldogs are the worst team in the eight. Circumstantially, looking at the teams that were sitting there, I, I wouldn't didn't want to play Brisbane again either, to be honest. Brisbane were good on Friday. Brisbane uh, play a bit of football. They're more like... Well, a... I'd ask you this. Who, who would win out of the Bulldogs and the Broncos at the moment? Oh, the Broncos. Uh, Broncos exactly. would win. I agree. 100%. But my best was the Panthers were there last night. Like I said, the other week. I they thought, were tough, weren't they? I thought they'd be in the eight, and then they've just kept going further. I thought top four was gone after all the injuries. They stayed there. Uh, the manly game, you know, they were very unlucky there. The one that killed me during the year, like I said, they dropped two results to the Sharks. Yeah. They, 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 potential minor premiers if they don't drop those games. Yeah, but it happens every team. I know, but two games you to know, the Sharks. You know, the Roosters lost to Newcastle. Yeah, but Newcastle have pumped everyone that's gone up there. Yeah. The two games to the Sharks for the year, they have, well, they're pretty Well, the Roosters stops. lost to the Sharks too. So, yeah. they, you know. But twice. Everyone has those crap-the-bed moments. And if you're Parramatta, we'll, we'll get on to the worst. Those two. And yeah, the Cowboys. Parramatta and the Warriors, for me, were the two worst performing teams of the round. They they choked under pressure. Yeah, mine were Dogs and the Dragons. Well, Dogs were ordinary. The Bulldogs got up 8 But the Dragons two. had nothing to play for. Yeah, exactly. They still didn't have a crack. Newcastle had nothing to play for for weeks. At least they had a go. Old Boys Day, man. Doesn't matter. They've, yeah, had, does. they've had a go the whole Old way. Boys Day. The last eight weeks, they've been brilliant. Could be first first v last, and Newcastle run a last, and they'd beat. They play some of the best first. football in the back end of the year, which is kind of frustrating me, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, they're my worst. Dogs and the Dragons. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the, the Bulldogs in particular, I can't believe what I saw yesterday. Not even the 8-0, just the general attitude, the style. We've been saying it all year. There's just nothing's been fixed. No. He needs to... Well, I've said this a few times. I've called out kind of the Des Haslam. What's the theory? And what's the madness? Like, same as when they went to buy for feeder. You don't need any more forwards, mate. No. You need to sort out your halves, you need to sort out your back line, and you need to tell your forwards to actually do what they're supposed to do. Just lay a platform. Yep. They're not laying a platform. The, the brand of football they play is predictable. They've been doing it for three years now. Do something. Change something. Uh, this week, you know, they're going to have to throw something at Melbourne. Yeah. I know Melbourne play a little bit boring and structured at times, but at least they've got some kind of variation to their play. It's not going to just be this back pass, back pass, back pass. You know, just, I don't, I don't know. They've really frustrated me, especially on the way in. Yeah, you know, if they were to win this week, I'd be very surprised, and I'd be absolutely filthy at Melbourne. But uh, what about any questions you got coming out of this round? Uh, well, any team win outside the top four—that's the obvious one. Um, can the Roosters go back to back? I think they probably can. But injuries and suspensions are starting to conspire against them. If they win this, people week. need to take the emotion out of it. If you look at the if you look at the final series from you know the last ten years, more often than not, the team that wins is the fittest, that has mm-hmm. the least injuries, and. Well, outside of that, the team that has the best defence. Everyone's got issues, though. I think the Cowboys... Yeah, obviously, but the, I mean, the Cow- it's the extent the, of the Cowboys issues. would be probably the healthiest if I had to go off the top of my head right now. Yeah. Melbourne are sweating on Cameron Smith, regardless of anyone going, he'll play or play. If they have to needle him, it's still not the greatest circumstance to have. Mm. And they're one from eight with him. You look at 
Souths, you know, that they get Reynolds back this week, but they still don't have Teo. Sutton didn't look quite great last week health-wise. Sam Burgess, you know, he's playing injured as well. Gee, I didn't exactly look like he was running too great. Yeah. So, uh, Roosters, a couple of suspensions, a couple of injuries, similar kind of deal. Jake Friend, I don't care who you are, he's a massive loss. Well, the Cowboys have got the fourth best defence, and I think they've got the fittest side. That's what I mean. Um, They're pretty close. The, the, the Rabbitohs, I think at the moment for me, and um, Manly, if I had to Manly, go on... Manly have lost players along the way. Yeah, I think Manly and the, and the Panthers look the two teams that are ravaged in the top four. The Rabbitohs look the, the healthiest out of the top four, and obviously the Cowboys and the Storm, uh, they look a danger from, from outside the top eight, but... You know that the Cowboys have got. I think it's yeah, the third third best dif- differential in the competition, which you well, know I'd tells you that they can score points, and they're also fairly good at defence as well. So for me, I'm going to stick with my prediction from the start of the year for the Cowboys to win the competition. And uh, outside of that, the stats and and uh, history is telling me that the Rabbitohs are going to be the best crack of the teams in the top four. But well, I'm sticking with the Roosters. Regardless, the roster the Roosters have, as far as I'm concerned, Buzz Rothfield. Well, we're not massive fans of Buzz Rothfield, but he wrote an article today saying. Stating the the salary of of the Roosters team, and it's up upwards of eight million dollars. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, as long as they win this week and they get Gara back, I know Friend has upset a million times. Massive loss. Can they win without him? He is a huge loss. But that that is a stack side. It is a very stack side. But if they, by some miracle, get him medically cleared by week three and he's good to go, if they get the week off, I can't see anyone beating him. That's just my opinion. They're going to need, they need Jake Friend at the same to time. The if Souths, you know, if Souths do their thing, they're a good chance. And I, I still disagree. They beat Souths this week without him, and uh, they've won other games. Yeah, but I, the, the, the level's going to go up. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't think you can win without your your, your best nine. Rep forward pack, rep back line, rep halves. I'll maintain it. I don't think they can win the comp without I think Jake. You Friend. can't really look at them and go, "There's a deficiency." And with, as far as Alberson, yeah, he's not a nine, but they've got more than enough places to cover on the field. Unlike a Melbourne, where if you took Smith out. All the responsibility kind of falls on those two, and we've seen them fall over in a heap. Right, you can't win a competition with the all round roster, so uh, I, I'm still happy to put my money on the Roosters as long as they get to week three. You can't. I don't think they can win the comp with Mitchell Orbison. They win this that week. Might. I think they're. I think they're a very good chance. So mm. that's what I'm going to be sticking with. But any other questions? No. I you think, got any? No, mine probably was the Panthers. So the Panthers got some chance of winning the game this weekend. I think they do. Right. I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a bet on the Panthers this weekend. I just think they're getting the Roosters at the right time. Uh, they played the Roosters about six weeks ago, and they played fairly poorly in that game. Um, I, I just like them. Oh, I think they're the obvious. Uh, if you're looking for a little bit of value, I, I don't think the Dogs are any chance to beat Melbourne. I don't think the Broncos are any chance to beat the Cowboys. And I think obviously the Manly South games are flip for the coin. I, I think the Panthers are the value of the round. Mm. Oh, I'm pretty good with all that. Just a rundown of what we're going to be doing today. The reviews. Obviously, it won't be too in-depth. There's only a few games there that really have any sort of significance, and then we'll probably finish off talking about the four games from this weekend, so almost a bit of a preview heading to the finals. Yeah, I like the preview better. Yeah, we'll do our odds, uh, our sporting bet odds. We're not going to do the Lions game. That's pretty much all done and dusted now. That's 14-11, so wrap that up, and then we'll have gossip on later, as always, for the tips and any news that he seems to have. A uh, bit of one that stirred the pot today was the Anthony Watmell one, so we'll, we'll get a bit of a breakdown later on and see where he got his information from. But now we'll jump into our reviews and the previews of the games for this week. Well, the round kicked off. It was Thursday night. The clash between the Roosters and Souths for a chance to win the minor premiership, depending on the manly result. Obviously, that went their way, and the Roosters got the minor premiership, 22-8 in over Souths. Yes. um, A weird game. Very weird game. I thought Souths... Uh, they, they sort of played good footy for 20 minutes. Uh, the Roosters held on in the end, uh, and they were very clinical for probably the first 40 minutes of the game. Um, and it was it was a strange game to sort of get a form line through. It was sort of like they were playing with each other, expecting to, to almost meet again in the first week of the finals. But uh, that obviously didn't eventuate. But, you know, you'd almost think that they're going to meet at some stage during the finals. And uh, if that's any any preview to what we're, what we're going to see come finals time or in a, in a couple of weeks if they run into each other, uh, it's it's enticing, isn't it? Yeah, I really thought, to be honest, bar the last 20 minutes, that the Roosters had their number in every, every facet. Well, it looked like that. And yeah. uh, at the end there, Gus Gould and a few of them were saying, if I'm south, I'm taking a lot out of this. I don't. I think they just switched off. Well, I think the only thing you could take out of it was momentum I know they into can't. next yeah, week. Yeah, but can, that hasn't eventuated anyway, so forget it. But Flush it. In the important part of the game with the 20-point gap, I just think they switched off, really. Just thinking, oh, well, Maybe, yeah. that's all done and dusted. We've didn't... all been out on the field when you've been leading by 20 with yeah, 20 to go. You just can't. And clock much, off. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't see too much there. But Souths have a 
few small things to improve on. I think it's pretty obvious now. I harped on it all year that I thought Kiri and Reynolds were a better pairing. I think they have to go back to that yeah. when he comes back next week. So Sutton's too slow. And when they're together, it's too predictable. Reynolds just kicks it behind the line. He gets the ball at the outline. Two skip, hop, just runs in the line. There's nothing special coming out of those two. No. Kiri brings that little bit of unpredictability, and I think he needs to put Reynolds back with him. Sit uh, Sutton out on that left-hand edge there and try and give him a bit more creativity. Yeah, I tend to agree. But, uh, yeah, I think they've got a pretty good chance next week with the way Manly have been playing. Manly, at the moment, to me, are in real big trouble being last year's Melbourne mm. and falling out the back door well, if they keep it they up. They look like Melbourne did last year, don't they? They're a bit beaten up. They're a bit flat. And, uh, yeah, if, if they went back door, bang, bang, it really wouldn't surprise me. Well, also, they've got infighting. And even today, the Anthony Watmo, this stuff, like at this time of the year, you just don't yeah, need it. It's really a big punch drunk. And I know there's plenty of people probably listening right now going, oh, you tour, blah, 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 Manly this, Manly that calm your farm just an observation take the bias out of it but yeah it's not looking too great at the moment no look I, I think on uh, all things being equal with their best side out there and the, the right attitude they're, oh, they're probably the best team in the comp they, that's why they were you know all they had to do was win on the weekend they would have won the minor premiership so yeah. it's definitely not any bias or hatred towards Manly no but for um, it, it's given me Melbourne vibes of last year look I just personally I can't see either Manly or the Roosters winning and I, I think this is really wide open mm. Uh, Roosters more for me as I said earlier that you know things just seem to be conspiring against them and history says that you don't go back to back yeah well history's made to be broken well it is I hope they do break it but Friday we've got the Storm versus the Broncos the Broncos somewhat needed this result but the Warriors and Eels obviously didn't a favour in the end yeah worked out very well for them so it didn't really matter too much but 22-12 like out of the performance of the weekend out of the teams that were fighting for a position in the eight Brisbane were the best performed team no, Brisbane were red hot. I, I didn't obviously that was a great performance. get to have a great look at the game because I was out on Friday night for a function. But uh, the only thing I was worrying about, and I asked you this, Bill Harrigan had a blow up about a potential penalty try that I didn't see. Not much in it. Not much in it? No, I didn't think so. I didn't hear anything. I thought, look, I thought Melbourne... I didn't hear a thing. Melbourne first half did well to hang on because they were, they were rattled at, at, at different stages, I thought, in the first half. Uh, but second half, I thought Melbourne were by far the better team. Well, I think the other obvious thing, Cameron Smith going off never helps. Well, that was first half, yeah. yeah. And he returned, I think, about five minutes into the second half. Pretty decent effort to play on. Obviously got needled up there and finished off. They think this week is a bit of a 50-50, but I'm imagining it's going to be the same circumstance. I watched that game under a glaze of Peroni, so mm. um, I think my analysis of that game was probably better than any game this year. Fair enough. <laughs> Considering I'd had about 18... Italian bathwaters. Yeah, well, you're never surprised uh, as far as the Storm go. Booked another place in the finals, had a chance for the top four, didn't eventuate. Two other teams that were in the running obviously won. Better yeah. for and against, better points total. But they're there, they get a home final. And like I said to you, if there was anyone I could have played week one and I was begging for it all week, it was the Bulldogs. So yep. uh, I'm not too disappointed. You the Broncos? Oh, I, th- I think the Cowboys would also be happy to play the Broncos, to be fair. I think it's a, a, just a great outcome in general for Queensland and for rugby league. Just yeah. up there. You get that game. You, sound like you get those quick two games. Like that. That's a good result. Put your shirt on. It is a good result. Same as Melbourne Bulldogs. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. We had that grand final. Like there's little bits like this, like the history. Same as the Manly South game from a couple of weeks ago when yeah. they put the beat down on me. I couldn't think of a better game. And then I said the other one. you got East versus West. Yeah. The Roosters and the Panthers hate each other. Yeah. So if you wanted to line up four games any better, I don't think you could have. No, yeah. And, uh, yeah, the Bellamy Hasler thing, they're the two that everyone always argues, who's the best coach in the competition. Please. So, you know, no, no, that's no, no. There's, there's plenty of links here in these four games yep. I'm looking forward to. But I like it. Yeah, the Broncos got the slide in. Good on them. They've been good. Uh, Anthony Griffin, nice way to finish things off. Yeah. Uh, and I'd, I'd like to think, if that Mick Potter does go, that the Tigers consider him for that job. Out of all the names that have been tossed up so far, uh, if he's not a contender, I'd be pretty surprised. But who yeah. knows? But speaking of the Tigers, they played on Saturday. After six straight losses and an absolute rubbish finish to the year, they got the victory, 26-10 over the Sharks, who, uh, you know, they tried hard again, but they were a bit flat from last week. Do we week. need to talk about this game? Yeah, somewhat. You can. Yeah, I don't have too much to say, really. No. The best me thing either. for I me. thought Valentine Holmes was good uh, for the Sharkies. Mm. Uh, outside of that, uh, there were a couple of... The, who was who played left centre for the Shar- for the Tigers? Young, young kid. Yeah, Finno. He was good. Finno, I, th- I thought he was good. That's probably the only highlight for me I was about to say, and I finally got to see Moses and Brooks play together. They were good. And Blake obviously. Austin, if he chooses to go somewhere else next year because he's not going to get Can't that role, him really, yeah. I wouldn't blame him. Yeah. He needs to play first grade. Yeah. At Penrith, he had the injury problems, and I thought defensively... I still think he'd play first grade, but he'd be off the bench as a utility. Yeah, but you wouldn't waste... Why would you waste your time? I, no, think, I, I think he's too good. I think somewhere like the Titans, if Albert Kelly had the foot problem... Could oh, use don't, him 100%. Don't come, don't come to the Titans. And I think uh, Canberra, another one that was escaping out there. I think there's I'd definitely... I'd like to see him go to Canberra. I'd like him to come to Melbourne, for Christ's sake. We've uh, bought enough sixes to try and plug that gap. Yeah. I think he's a really good football player, but 
Uh, him, those two players, I think there's a couple of others that would go. Woods, Farris flattened that big time, and I probably stick by what I've been asking a lot of people. If Jake Frem is healthy, then you pick the Four Nations tomorrow. I think Tim Sheens would still stick with Farrah just because of his links, but I'd pick Jake Frem. Mm-hmm. Farrah wouldn't be in my Four Nations side. Yeah, well... I said that last year too, just on form. I think again, Jake yeah, but, Frem... Yeah, but I don't think... I, I don't think even if you do play a... Uh, pick a second hooker. You, you play your number one hooker for all the games anyway. Yeah, in my opinion, they'd probably give him a game. Going forward, if you're going to be carrying one, mm. I'd still pick Jake Friend before I pick Robbie Fowler. That's just my opinion. I think he's earned it last year. I think he earned it again this year. The way he's played, if he was to be healthy by that point in time, yeah, oh, it's just easier to pick both the origin hookers, mate. Yeah, and and New South Wales won the series, so there'd be that argument as well. But on form, I tend to agree with you. No, I think two years in a row on form, he should have been yep. in that squad. But I don't think Tim Sheens was sway. Sharky's disappointing year. They can look forward to next year. Obviously, plenty of blokes that weren't there. Get a couple back. There's not too much coming in signing wise, but supposedly their coach will be back unless anything else flares up with the Sarder and of all those forwards back on deck. So yeah. different. And the Tigers, Jesus Christ, they need to turn the page, don't they? Yeah, exactly. they, they definitely need a new year and everything to be sorted out. So more to come in the next few weeks as far as coaching, board set up, club set up, and uh, hopefully no more infighting and the debt gets sorted out and they can just get on with life. Yeah. Canberra on Saturday, they played the Eels, 33-22. They bombed their chance. Well, it was 33-20, wasn't it? Yeah, 33-20. Yeah, I bombed that one, but... That's all right. Apparently, yeah, well, they crapped the bed. Again, a game, I don't know how to really talk about this game. I thought it was more Parramatta during the headlights than what it was Canberra. Good, but Canberra, you know, that's three in a row to finish the season. And, and with every week, I think they've grown in confidence. And I've said before that their best football back in the day when Neil Henry was there was when they played loose. Yep. Everyone says, oh, you only do that when you're carefree. But their best football literally was that, just playing old school general football. And I still think that's the case. Well, and I think you could almost flip it and say, look, Parramatta played that way the whole season. Mm. They played carefree the whole season. And then in the last two games, froze. Yeah, they froze. what it worked for them. And there's a couple other games where obviously they're missing players. Of flat course, they caught the couple of ups Yeah, they had some kids. They've got no roster depth. Yeah, that's and, right. And they had some kids in there as well that had to learn what a full year was like. So yeah. they, they're definitely going to be better for the experience. But their last 20 minutes was really good, but it was just too little too late. I don't late. know how that... Are we worried about Parramatta going into next year now, after the way they finish this year? I don't know. I'm, I'm happier just looking at the Tigers again this year. They build on it again with those kids. I think there's plenty of blokes. You see Paulie Paulie. I hope, right. I hope you're right because I think Morella, there's, there's a lot coming in and I think he's kind of I've looked at some of the signings and I've gone oh I don't really rate that bloke but obviously he feels that he's getting some better fringe players than what he's got there right now hence why he's pushed a few out the door fair enough and he's bringing a few others in so and looking at their 20s I've said it a hundred times they're going to be close to winning the comp similar to Newcastle so they're going to have a good little crop there to pick a few more players out of that we haven't seen yet yeah so I, I think they'd be in a similar spot next year I don't know if I could say top eight, but I think they'll be definitely competing again to make uh, you know the bottom half of the eight. Yeah, fair enough. In Canberra, I think Jack Whiten's found his spot. Mm. His uh, his yeah. debut game, and a few people laugh when I said this for us yeah, when, when we played twenties as a fullback, he got man of the match, and that was at a team, a sixteen year old. He played against Fanukin, Caesar, Nathan Massey, Sam Cassiano. We're talking a very good Bulldogs team. Yeah, and he carved up that night. He's four years younger than all of us, so I thought that night he was really good. They're still Adam, and he's a five eight. I don't see it. I really don't see it. Every time he's played in the halves, I think he struggled. No, I think he's a centre or a fullback. And, uh, yeah, in the centres, he's good defensively, but he gets a little bit eager to, too many times to come in and jam someone and kind of leave his man hanging. So yeah. I like him at fullback. He gets plenty of touches of the football. He's a strong runner of the ball, and he's a pretty good decision maker. Plus, he can chime in there. So uh, I, I didn't mind that. But next year for Canberra and Ricky, he being man Monday as well. What do you think of that? What a joke. Go with the kids. <laughs> He's going to have a couple of set functions, but they came out Monday because they don't want another Monaghan incident, they said. Please. So it's all done and dusted. Let boys be boys, mate. If they're stupid enough to do something like that, sack yeah, them. don't deserve to be there. But Saturday, Cowboys again, 30-16, over the Eagles. Bloody hell, they played well. They did. They played very, very well. Very, very impressive. So. They rolled. Look they, out. And they're another one of these teams you watch. They actually play football. They do. They don't play any crap. They roll fast. They're very aggressive. They're physical. Their forwards do a great job. Matty Scott, Sims... Uh, all these blokes, they put in the good effort in the middle. He loves Gavin Cooper. He's his little safety blanket. But some of the long passes, some of the kicking game, uh, the goal kicking as well, absolutely ridiculous. They're on fire. Yeah. And Michael Morgan, I think he'd be close to fullback of the year for me on a consistency basis. I think him and Matty Moylan, if you want to talk consistency, have probably been better than some of the bigger names. And I know they've had origin slumps or some team slumps, but I really think week to week, uh, very, very good year for him. Yeah. And I'd be very, very surprised if they even considered putting Lachlan Coop back the next year. There's no way you could. Ridiculous. And, uh, yeah, people that... Manly, they look tired. They look out of gas. They look unenthused. They look like 
disinterested. So I'm willing to give them one more chance, Manly, because I, you know, finals obviously, new competition starts, motivation is obviously going to be at its highest point that it could possibly I'd, I'd be. Say the biggest thing. So I'm willing to give them one more week, but if, if it doesn't I, look good. I think. I have to think oh, right now in exposed form I think they'll lose this week I'd really be interested to see who they end up playing the week after well it's probably the Cowboys if it's the Cowboys I think they're a big chance like I said of being bang bang done and on the possibility on the flip of that they could play Melbourne as depends well depends who loses and Melbourne I know haven't been as good you know, heading to the finals they've kind of been patchy on and off but I still think they're playing better right now than what Manly are I think the highest ranked loser plays the lowest ranked winner if if I'm right in terms of uh, the top four and the, and the bottom four so you know that'll all work itself out over this weekend but as you said on exposed form you'd expect them to get beat yeah very good performance by them uh, you felt pretty comfortable all game didn't you that they were going to get the job done they, no, Cowboys yeah. never looked like losing. never really felt yeah. like they were threatened at all and never in, like in particular for Manly the one bloke to me who even looks a bit more troubled by this whole situation is Cherry Evans he hasn't had any real standout games as of late. Yeah, they've all been fairly ordinary. Kieran Foran's carried the load all year, I think. Foran's been good. They miss Matty Ballon. He, he ties up in the middle of the field. Uh, yeah, there's plenty, plenty of things going against him at the moment, Manly. And similar to the Roosters, I just think things are conspiring against him. But they've obviously got off-field issues. And then the Watmau, uh things read its head today. So there's just plenty, plenty of things that are, uh, as I said, conspiring against a few of the, the gun sides. Yeah, well, that remains to be seen, but uh, yeah, we'll have to see how the Roosters and Manly go. We'll leave that one behind. They're both in the finals. Sunday, pretty much a nothing game. You've got the Knights, 40-10 to 10, over the Dragons, who just look like they're ready for Matt Monday, to be honest. Simple as Old Boys Day in Newcastle, and Dragons had nothing to play for. Simple yeah. as that. And Newcastle were great, and they've been great ever since they injected all these young kids. Bennett should have done it earlier. I know the Matiadia brothers... Obviously, we weren't allowed to come in because some of them had age restrictions on them, no, which is fair enough. But, Chanel had to um, wait until Manus and Uardo were injured to get his opportunities well. Yeah, well, I think uh, Uardo was going like a bus that he should have come in earlier. Yeah, they finished off with a bang, those two. Uh, Leila has been brilliant. Gatehouse has been awesome all year. Yeah, still a bit same-same. They ran hot a little bit at the end of last year, but, yeah, a bit unimpressive for me. Well, my issue for them, probably moving forward, uh, they're letting a few of the older blokes go. You know Boyd's probably not going to be there. Backline 1-7 again, not an issue for me, but the forward pack. They're going to lose Mason, Farlonga, uh, Cuthbertson's going. But they, well, so, so what happens there? Gidley goes to one if Boyd's not playing. You'd have to think. And then you have Tyron Roberts and Mullen. Unless they move Sione there, like I'm thinking. But you'd have to stick with Roberts and Mullen. Mate, I'd, just, I'd put the Matauti brothers just in. Like, yeah. Put them well, in key positions because they're, they're unreal. They've got Tarek Sims coming. That's an upside, but I still think they're short a couple of front rows. But if and they... If they, oh, I think they're going to have a good one in Danny Levi. He made the 20s team of the year. I'm a big fan on yeah, Danny Levi. Coming straight into grade. Yeah, but I think Travis Fidel's finished off the year pretty well, uh, pretty well as well. So mm. uh, I, that's probably a bit of an issue position. But nine's a massive problem issue for me, and yep. that was the reason why I left them out of my eight. Yeah, all the good kids that I'm looking at coming out of their 20 side, I still don't see a prop, and that's a bit of an issue. Yeah, and that's something usually that considering come. they're they're going to let Willie Mason go. And I think he's probably been one of their better props all year. Yeah, well, him, Cuthbertson, Farlogo, you've lost three there. Cade Snowden hasn't been great, mm. so he's still going to be there. But that, that's the one glaring issue, that and nine. You get Sims there with Corbin, yeah, they get a couple yeah. of blokes out there, 20 side, who are backs mainly, and to Pines are back row, but there's still no outstanding front row. The Russell Packer thing, there's been plenty of talk about that for Penrith, Newcastle, and Brisbane. Yeah. Whether he can get registered is a different story, but I still think that's an issue going forward next year, and I... Be interested to kind of see what happens in the off-season, whether they you know, dig out a couple of bargain buys or what they're going to do. Because yeah. I think they're going to be really light up front next year, even though you know those blokes are older, but you, you still need to have somebody on your roster. Well, you do. So, yeah, that's going to be interesting. The Dragons, uh, they're impressive under McGregor heading into the back end of the year, but yesterday, they just turned it up, really. Yeah. Well, no. they did. They played like busters, but they've got no motivation. He, Best player yesterday, though, and Mashy right? Benji Marshall. He was good. He's he, been he's good. He's definitely proven me wrong. Like, he was bad for the first two weeks since he, when he came back, but after that, he's been sensational. Mm. And some hot stuff in yesterday. He's still not as quick as what he was, but he's still got some But he's changed movement. his game. Yeah, he's got some good movement still, though. Some of the little glimpses yesterday, along with the Tahu. Tahu's little vintage performance yesterday. Made me feel like I was a young kid again. Yeah, I agree. Good times for that. Slam dunk. Sunday, this one for you, Boxhead. The Titans, 1988 and well, Game of two halves. Simple as that. Mm. Game of two halves. Uh, Titans were awful first half. Bulldogs clocked off second half and they got bitten on the ass. But for the Titans to have the motivation and will to get themselves back into that game and then and then win it um, was sensational. I mean, Trent Hopkinson probably had the you know an opportunity to win it for the Bulldogs, but they couldn't execute. But 
Uh, you know, you can't take anything away from the Titans. It was a gutsy performance considering the circumstances. And, yeah, you know, I, I had a decent bet on them on the weekend, and I was filthy when they were down 18 0 at half time. <laughs> um, for them to come back like that, probably. Was even better when you had some cabbage on it, but I would have liked to have got on it yeah. half time. Like I said, even more impressive given Caesar gets taken out, he goes off, he missed, doesn't get that shot at goal that he would have kicked to win him the game. Yeah, well, Morton misses like, that, yeah. and then Zilman ices it. Luckily, and another little moment there that you would have thought Caesar would have been involved with. And mm. Lucky for Brad Takarengi, he it went didn't really seem like it was planned either. Zilman just no. sort of snapped it and it went T- over. Takarengi was the other one. He went from a hero to almost being the victim down the other end when he went to throw a stupid offload. Yeah. But uh, he got Story away about that Caesar, one. I did say that when we were watching it. Yeah, you know, they're very good down, you know, offensively. And when we've got Caesar and Kelly there, but you just can't make dumb errors coming out of trouble. And uh, yeah. the Titans just do that he repeatedly got, and then concede points. He on got the very offload happy there. He got a few off and then he just tried to get every single ruck. His arm was just out. Yeah. He wasn't even thinking. He was just trying to throw it. So I think he can thank Michael Innes. They were set to go right in front of the post. And Michael Innes shot out and tried to, you know, I don't know what he was trying to do. Yeah. But he got it all off keel there. Hodkinson ended up over to the left, not lined it up straight, and he missed it. Yeah. So I think Brack Takarangi has got to give uh, a schooner to Michael Innes. And uh, it was a good effort by the Titans. Again, moving forward, I, I don't know what to think about next year. Matty Robinson and Lachlan Burr are two younger blokes to help uh, sort of refresh the roster, but you don't have any guaranteed gun, consistent 26-round first graders no, you that you're looking at going, yeah, that's going to solve the problem. Yeah. And your favourite, Mark Minicello, got me in the match in his last game. That's fine. Good times. They gave him uh, man of the match because he's leaving. <laughs> uh, classic. Monday night game we went to. Uh, good old Father's Day clash. Sunday Decent night. Crowd. Sunday night, Jesus. Yeah, come on. I wrote Monday in here. I'm, get, I'm just all out of sorts You're today. You're well, It's Monday today. It's We've freaking, gone early. That's why. It's freaking me out. Yeah. It's giving me issues. But the Panthers, 22-6 over the Warriors. Uh, I thought there was enough showing early, like we said, by the Warriors. But in the rain, those big boys, it was, it was just hard. Whenever they went vertical, went a bit sideways. Well, I said that. If it was dry, then obviously different game. But it wasn't dry. It was soggy. It was damp. Penrith's defence doesn't suit side-to-side footy. Uh, the way they play, they, they'll they get you moving sideways and just carry over the sideline. And then you had just some drop balls under pressure. And that was the story of the game. Penrith yeah. completed well. They turned the Warriors around. Great effort, uh, Seguiara. Coming back, had an absolute blinder. Matt yeah, Moylan, as we said all year, outstanding. Soured carrying the load very, very well. Forwards did their job, but probably the highlight of the night for me, even though uh, I said it earlier in the year, Manu Vatavai for me is close to one of the wingers of the year this year. Mm. He's been absolutely brilliant, particularly his yardage work, but the big runaway Manu. Yeah. I know they didn't win the game, but my God, that's a scary sight, him in full flight. Yeah. He was charging. But uh, The Panthers, they, they wrapped up the top four. They've defied the odds, and uh, best of luck to them in the final series. If they were to get a result this week, that'd be massive. That was Brock's big bet at the start of the year, too. Yeah. And For everyone that got on at $9.50, you can buy me a schooner at some stage. Well, Penrith said, Paceway most Saturdays. I course. said Manly, Melbourne, top four. I got one in. Manly obviously got in the top four. Melbourne, they let me down. Well, I said Cowboys will win the comp, Panthers top four. People laughed at both. I'm one out of two. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I've got one out of two as well. At the moment, mm. Cowboys win the comp, and there will be some abusive tweets going out. <laughs> <laughs> some abusive tweets going out. Uh, oh, Christ. Well... I don't know what to say. I'm still just stunned by the Panthers. I can't believe you could lose so many first graders and keep things together. Ivan Cleary, uh, the club, just just everything going forward. It's going to be an absolutely outstanding team. They're going to be a pair. Well, they're there. They're there. And uh, you're a yeah. chance. Yeah, just well, got to get to the big dance. And, and they got the two two bites of the cherry, which we all know is what you want. Yep. Two bites of the cherry is what's needed. But now we've gone through the reviews of the games. We're going to preview the final series for this weekend. So we'll start things off. The first game, first versus fourth, is how we'll go first. It's the Roosters. Versus the Panthers, it's East versus West. So it's Allianz Stadium Saturday afternoon. What are your thoughts? Penrith got the Roosters at the right time. Yep, that's got my Fran, thoughts. Guerra, yeah, Napa down. Yeah, uh, Penrith. They're as fit, I think, as they're going to be uh, in the next four weeks. That they're a chance, obviously, of getting a couple more back. But um, based on last night's performance, I think that if they can complete 
and turn the Roosters around uh, and defend well, I think they're going to be a chance. If they make errors, gift the Roosters ball on their line, they're going to do it tough, Penrith, because you know they're just not as skilled across the park as what the Roosters are. You know, you just got to limit the chances the Roosters have on your line. Otherwise, just put the ball down the other end of the field, grind away like they have all season. Um, and play disciplined footy, and yeah. I think they're going to be in with a chance. Yeah. I think clearly, if you, if you compare the two sides, Roosters have got more talent. Yeah. But I think if you compare tactics, game plans, structures, I think Penrith are just as good as the Roosters. Well, the Roosters will give you more errors than what Penrith will give, but that's probably that's what the I'm key. saying. I think that's got to be what the Panthers try and focus on. They have to be on. simple. They have to avoid trying to go one out and getting in a forward battle with them. Yeah. And I think on top of that, the probably only the weakness I've seen during the year is Jamal sometimes gets lazy, but I think he's on Kenny Dow's edge, so I'm not as worried mm. about Kenny Dow as what I would be if he was on Jennings' side. Of the well, I mean, I think the last time they played, the, the Roosters beat them quite comprehensively, but I, I thought watching that game, I, I remember really looking forward to that game because I thought Penrith would compete, but Penrith didn't play the way that they wanted to. They they, they went away from what, what's worked all year, and whenever they've done that, they've found themselves in trouble. So... If they can, if they can put together, you know, a seventy-minute performance where they they execute, I think they're going to be in with a good shot. So, if I was going to ask you right now, Panthers or Roosters, who would you say? I'd say, well, I'll flip a coin. I'd say, obviously, you've got to give it to the Roosters because they're defending premiers. This is the first time to the finals for Penrith in a long time. Uh, the Roosters have obviously got the better roster, but um, coaching-wise, tactics-wise, um, and form-wise, I think you can't really split them. So, I'd go Roosters based on home field and the talent in their roster, but. Mate, I'm going to have a bet on Penrith. I'm going the Roosters, and I think by 10 or 12, I just think forward pack for me. Penrith match up very well, and they grind away against a lot of sides, but well, I think the Roosters I, I, are I also think the that this, this game will define Penrith's final series. Yeah. I, I think if, if the Roosters lap them, they'll probably go out in straight sets, Penrith, because their confidence will just get sapped. But, mm. you know, a win or, yeah, or a very a close loss... I think Penrith will take a lot of confidence out of it. Well, I'll be back in the Roosters. I think, even with Fred not there, I think there's just too much in the forward pack, and I think on the edges as well, and the halves is playing really well. I think they've covered up right now. If, yeah. if they stick the way they're going, I think they can cover up. This is the game I'm most looking forward to, though. Yeah, plus I think that message from Robinson I'd be getting across too. If we get to week three, Friend and Gare up, potentially, Friend's not a guarantee, but mm. everything that's been said so far is the earliest he could possibly get medically cleared is week three. Yeah. So I'd be all about getting that week off and giving the best possible chance to get him back. If they get both of them back, I'm not really worried about Napa. They've got plenty of blokes. No, you, don't, chuck you, on the yeah, beach. you don't need Napa. You get the week three and you get those two you back. You need your nine back. I am hot on tilt for them to win the competition. But second game, we're going to move on to second versus third. Obviously, Manly versus South. Plenty of angry fans again today. Obviously, no advantage in their eyes. Going to Allianz, which is right near Redfern, and plenty of their fans well, expect to be in there. I think it's an absolute jail. I think the first two weeks of the finals, you should play at the game at the ground that you've qualified at. Yeah, well, they could stick 20,000 in there as well. So when you compare that to well, North Queensland and a few other yeah. joints, it's not too much different. No, so. it's, it's a G-up. Well, where, fact, where is the advantage? You know what, mate? It's a, it's, I think it's 20 kilometres from Brookvale to Allianz Stadium. Mm. Brookvale over to Allianz Stadium. And it's a 30-minute drive. So for people to say, oh, it's only just over the bridge, crock of shit. Yeah. I'm with you, Manly fans. You know, if someone said to me that Penrith are playing a home semi at Parramatta, if you think that every Panthers fan is going to travel to Parramatta, it's the same distance, 20 k's, 30 minute drive. It's simple, simply. No, they're not. It's not going to happen. It's simple more than anything. They've lost one game this year there to Melbourne. Yeah. That's it. So you say, well done, Manly. You can go and play your home They've final. They've won nine other games there. It the might as well be one of it's. It's one of South's home home grounds. They've, they play. They either play a, out of there or ANZ. Please. So they're going to be, it's, it's South have got the home field advantage, and that's there. why I get annoyed because you look at someone like North Queensland. That ground's not massive either. But they're not telling them. But oh, they're isolated, mate. Not, that's why. Yeah, but they're not going. We're going to bloody Suncorp because that's a bigger ground. We're going to get more fans in. And yeah, like I said to you, it's it's the same distance from. Sydney to Brisbane is what Still, it is from Brisbane to Townsville. It's, they've, they've won. Mate, they're isolated. They've won 10 in a row up there, though. That's what I'm getting at. The home field advantage. I agree. You but what I'm reward. saying is they're not going to move that game. Yeah, but you earn that reward. They're not yeah. giving that reward. 10 in a row for the Cowboys. Cowboys have got a disadvantage in the fact they've got to travel everywhere. I don't have a problem with them having that advantage yeah, of staying there saying, for their game. The whole home atmosphere, game. your home ground, I agree. their record. 10 in I think a row, for the first two weeks, that's for the first advantage. two weeks, it's not rocket science that... What you've worked all hard or so hard all season for should be that, you know, if you if you qualify in the top four, you should at least get one home final at the ground where you, uh, you know, you played all season. So yeah. if Penrith, well, what's going to happen next week if Penrith loses to the Roosters? Where's that game going to be played? Well, if they play Melbourne, it'll go to Penrith. But well, I'm under the impression it won't. It'll go to ANZ. I wouldn't put it at ANZ. Who's going to fill that up? Melbourne fans aren't going to come. You're better off putting it at Penrith. But then I'd say, well, what's the difference between that and Brookvale Oval in week one? 
Well, exactly. I said, yeah, right. I they go, oh, we're going to get the fans in there. Well, you know Melbourne fans aren't going to travel. There's none up here. We need so the Manly fans. Yeah, exactly. But they're killing it because they've earned the right and they're consistently there. Brought, right. No, I'd I'd I agree. Right. If I'm a Manly fan, I'm filthy. Two crowds against the Cowboys the previous years, 11,000, 13,000. You put that at Brookvale, you get your 20. Mm. So why would you look at the numbers and go, okay... It's obviously not working. They're not coming. They're best off putting it there. Yeah, I'm not sure whether... Sure, the South fans will fill it up. They'll fill it up, but it's still... I'm getting that. Whether that's a sellout or not, Manly earned the right to play a home game. They're not yeah. getting the advantage. Well, you know, and if the NRL said then that Penrith were playing that game at ANZ next week, imagine if they drew the dogs. Yeah, well, exactly. It's, it's just a G-up, mate. It's absolute G-up. That's what I'm getting for Manly. They're looking... I don't have a problem with it. If it's a preliminary final, NRL... you play your preliminary final. If it's in Sydney, you play it at ANZ. Yeah, but they're just after the coin. If it was Cowboys again, 11,000, 13,000, I reckon they might have considered it, going, oh, the numbers have been terrible, we'll go to Brookvale. Mm. As soon as it's this game, they go, we need more people in there. It's all about the dollar bill. So much for earning the right to play in front of your home fans or getting a reward. Yeah. There is no reward. Well, then again, so the clubs could almost, should almost say, well, bugger you, I'm going to play all my games at Allianz or, or at ANZ or whatever and take the cash that they're going to give us because there's no advantage playing here all year anyway no. because it just gets taken off as come finals. Well, yeah, I, I don't get it. Yeah, well, now we've sprayed it, we'll talk about the game. Yeah, so, good. Manly or Souths, oh, I have to lean, like I said, on, on as far as form goes, I've got to go with Souths. I think Manly, I said a couple of weeks ago, you can get them in the middle. If you can isolate the edges, keep the halves out of it, and put real pressure to keep the ball trapped in the middle third of the field, they're there to be taken. They've lost Bura. Uh, the forward-back hasn't been in, in great form. They've missed Lawrence. Matt Ballin missed his first game in God knows how many years. I think it's seven years or something ridiculous like that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you know, they patch up, they fight on, but I'm looking at South right now. They'll get Reynolds back this week. They've got a big forward pack. If it goes down the way it did a couple of weeks ago and they can isolate their edges, I'd see uh, South. I'm going to say South, but I'm, I'm going to say it's going to be either team will win by less than six and a half. I think this will be a close one. Yeah. Well, like I said, it, it's, for me it's the halves, but if they do what they did the other week where you keep the ball in the middle third. Brett Stewart will be back for Manly and, and, and the statistics say it. that, you know, I know you don't overly rate Brett Stewart, but the he statistics played, do he say that. last time. Yeah, I know that, but he didn't mm. play last week. Well, yeah. What I'm saying is they get him back. They were okay on the weekend um, against the Red Hot Cowboys side. First week of the finals. If they're going to spark anywhere, this is it. This well, is where they're going to spark. There's no you choice know? now. If, if they throw this one down the road, I don't think they're in good enough form to win three three games in a row. No, and they've had their little issues, obviously, injury-wise, club-wise. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just think it'll be close. I think South will win, but it'll be close. For me, it's all about the forge right now, and all, all signs for me point to South. But then again, if, if Manly get close enough, I think... That'll be motivation for him enough, you know. So it'll be an interesting game of footy. Yeah, well, fifth versus eighth, 1,300 smiles. We've got the Cowboys versus the Broncos. Uh, the Broncos have done well. I know, you know, results had to go their way, but considering the circumstances up there as well. Yeah. And a slow start there and having one half and a late reshuffle and Griffin getting sacked for Wayne Bennett, they've done well to even be in this position. But the two cannon footer teams for me are the Dogs and, the and they're the Broncos. They're, it's a six-team final series. Yeah. Well done, Brisbane. You finished eighth. You're going to get hammered by the Cowboys at home, <laughs> and that's your reward. Yeah, well, Man, Monday's delayed by a week, and you get to sit up in tropical North Queensland for a couple of days and get your head on TV in a final series. Yeah, well, I can't say anything more, I suppose. Well done. you just got to go off form. Cowboys yeah. are red hot right now. If they lost, you'd be super Cowboys surprised. Cowboys won like 10 straight up there. I think the Broncos will throw the kitchen sink at them, but I just can't see it happening. I think there's just too much going right now. JT's yeah. run red hot. Morgan. Cowboys win easy. Edge players, they're good in yardage. Monger's been a good pickup. Forward pack's doing their job. Uh, they've got Tarmow Scott back after having injuries each. So all, all signs point to the Cowboys. And yep. we finish things off six versus seventh. The Storm versus the Dogs down there at Amy Park on Sunday. Again, on form. I know the Melbourne hasn't been that great, but I'm still, as long as Cameron Smith's there, I'd have to lean towards them favourably over the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs just don't offer enough points. Well, it's interesting that the Bulldogs have beaten Melbourne twice this year, but I can't see it happening. One without Cameron Smith. Well, I'm just saying, I the can't other, see it happening. Yeah, the other game was just six four, ugly. ugly. Just uh, ugly. That's not going to happen again. Bulldogs, they're going to need to score four tries to beat Melbourne, and I don't think they've got four tries in them. Yeah. They, they can only score three against the Titans. Well, like I said, the only thing that could worry me is if Smith was buckled in this game somehow. If well, they're saying it's 50-50. Please, he's going to play. If they needled him and something went wrong, I'd be very worried, but... Uh, if they lost, especially from my point of view, given the circumstances, I'd be very disappointed. Yeah, they won't lose. And especially at home. That, that's a massive carrot being in Melbourne. We don't uh, throw too many down the road there. So we wrap things up now with our previews and the reviews. We'll jump in now to our sportingbet.com lines and odds for the finals games coming up this weekend. Well, all the odds and lines for these weekend's fixtures. The first round of the finals brought to you 
by sportingbet.com. If you're going to have a bet on the NRL or any sport, there is no better bet than a sporting bet. Brock, our Lions game obviously concluded. Yep. Uh, we had a couple of draws during the year, but we finished up 14-11, so it was a tight tussle. But we move in now purely the next few weeks, I suppose, when we do uh, our previews and our reviews. We'll probably just roll the odds in when we do our previews yeah. over the next couple of weeks. But uh, what have we got this weekend? Uh, Manly versus South Sydney, 8 o'clock on Friday. Manly, $2.80. South Sydney, $1.45 favourites. The line is plus 4.5 to the Manly Seagulls. Wow. It's a, it's oh, sorry, a... it's plus 6.5 to the Manly Seagulls. Minus 6.5 South Sydney. If you, had a, if you had a real inkling on Manly, that's a really good value. $2.80 is really good value. I'm going to take them with six and a half. Yeah, I, I just couldn't do it this week. I, I don't think I'd play too much with a line. Maybe South 1 to 12 would be something I'd be looking at. Alrighty. Uh, Roosters v Penrith, Saturday 6 pm at Allianz. Uh, the Roosters, $1.26. Penrith, $3.90. Yeah. They're friendless, the Panthers. Uh, the line is 10.5 to uh, minus 10.5 to the Roosters, plus 10.5 to the Panthers. Uh, disrespectful, that line. Yeah, well, I'd be happy. But, uh, you know, last time they played. Uh, you know, they obviously won comfortably, so... Yeah, no, they're obviously still bookies, as they do, looking at uh, the roster side of things and thinking the Roosters might be able to put one over. So, but yeah. if I'll, I'll probably have a sneaky 10 or 20 on the Panthers at those kinds of odds. Great that, odds. that was a lot shorter yesterday. It was like 3.20, so odds. that's yeah. blowing out massively. Righto, the other game on Saturday, 8pm, uh, up there at 1300 Smile Stadium, the Cowboys, they're $1.45 favourites, Brisbane 280. The line is minus 6.5 to the Cowboys or plus 6.5 to the Broncos. Not big enough, in my opinion. I'm pretty happy with those odds for the Cowboys. That's Mate, I'll be bad. taking them minus six and a half every day of the week. Yeah, I'm pretty happy to have a bit of a dabble there. I'm really confident they're going to get the job done. I think the Broncos, uh, like I said, good on forgetting there, given the circumstances they've had this year. But Cowboys, if they were to lose, you'd be super disappointed. They're just running red hot. Yeah, amen. All right, the final game um, on Sunday... Uh, at Amy Park, the Melbourne Storm, they take on the Canterbury Bulldogs. That kicks off at 4.15. Uh, Melbourne dollar thirty favourites, Canterbury three fifty five. The line is minus 9.5 to the Storm and plus 9.5 to the Doggies. Yeah, I'm still not as confident. Purely, I, think I think they'll win by at least 10. I, purely on points. There's easy money this week. Yeah, well, purely on points. I still don't think I'd really be able to take the line, but uh, I might be happy to go Melbourne 1-12 to again. Yeah. Something like that to get a result. We haven't been really big on blowing teams out of the water this year. No, I think they'll blow them That's out. for sure. But I'd really like to think that we could do that. And, uh, yeah, Cameron Smith, as long as he's in there, if they've needled him, whatever, as long as he makes the 80 minutes, I think we're a massive chance of getting over the Bulldogs and moving on to the next week of the finals. But that's all the odds we've got there. As we said before, keep your eyes open for our pick-the-score competitions. We're running them for every single game that's left over for the remainder of this year. So keep your eyes peeled. Free $100 bets from sportingbet.com. And remember, if you want to have a bet on the rugby league or any sport, there is no better bet than a sporting bet. Now, it's time for your weekly dose of goss from Mr. Gossip. Okay, we're special ed pos- podcasting tonight. Um, Lewis has just given me a count in, and we welcome in Mr. Gossip. We're Peroni podcasting tonight, my friend. Peroni? We'll get them on the sponsors next year, get them on board. Yeah, well, I'm, I've given them enough free pluggers this year, so the least you can do is throw me a free carton of Italian bathwater, and I'll make sure I have free before every podcast. No, I, don't, I don't know if they appreciate it being called Italian bathwater, but nevertheless. I don't care, as long as it tastes good. <laughs> If it's the bathwater of a sweet, beautiful Italian woman, that's why it tastes so No, good. I think it's the smelly feet of an old Italian grandmama, but well, you know, it makes the beer taste good. Whatever way you want to spin it, It yeah. tastes good. <laughs> whatever way you want to spin While we're on that note, I love vodka. Smirnoff, 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 Smirnoff Black, Smirnoff, Smirnoff. There you go. Sponsor us. Get on board. Yeah. Yeah, maybe with Captain Morgan and I'm a happy gossip. There you go. We'll just be the spirit show. Everyone says you get sponsored by betting. We love sporting it, don't get me wrong. Let's bring Grog on board. Let's just have the ultimate mix. Then we'll get Star on board and we'll just gamble the after you. Yeah, Dan Murphy's no problem. Triple okay. threat. It's all happening. Okay. All right, Gossip. What do you got for us, champ? All right, boys. Nothing get any bigger than today. Anthony Watmau, our Sydney Morning Herald, they put up today that he'd signed a three-year deal with Parramatta. We mentioned it some weeks ago on the podcast. He'll go to Parramatta, of course. Um, look, uh, Anthony Watmau has since come on social media saying that he hasn't signed a deal. But, look, that's that's no great surprise considering where Manly are at the moment and, you know, about to start semi-final football. But, look, believe what you will from Anthony Watmau, but he's leaving Manly and he will go to Parramatta. Um, he'll do just exactly what Des Hasler did at this time back in 2011 when Desi 
COVID-19 is going to the Bulldogs and straight after the grand final, where did he go to the Bulldogs? So what amount of Parramatta will happen, boys? Well, he's going to look like an absolute knob when that happens. All I can say is... Because he was, oh, you know, you've got it wrong again. Like, you know what? Get ready for the Twitter barrage, Anthony Watmo. (laughs) It's coming, champ. Because they they wanted to have a crack at us and you today. I I know we caught the couple. um, But, you know, I I, I gather you would have copped a heap. But you just like, put your head in, guys. Put your head in. Because we're we're not just making up stories. No, well, that's right. And the leak has come from Parramatta. It hasn't come from Manly, so... um, (laughs) Didn't didn't they do that? They did that with bloody Will Hoppawada, didn't they? And that fell through. Yeah, that's right. But, mate, I copped it in barrages last year when I announced that Ben Barber was going to the Broncos. And Ben Barber denied on social media. And then, what, months later, he says he's going. So, it's not the first time a player's lied on social media. Ah, that's way too into the season. It's not the first time a player's lied. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) (laughs) That's just it. Oh, exactly right. All right, champion, what else you got, man? All right, boys, the Queensland Reds. Now, I'm hearing they're about to table a massive offer for Cowboys' Jason Tamalolo. Now, this will happen in 2016. They're trying to push it for a little bit earlier. Um, look, it'd be sad to see him go to rugby, boys. Yeah. Oh, well, here goes Brock, Mr. Negativity again, mate. He, oh, he, right he's a good player. Up. He hasn't had the greatest year of all. Uh, he's been up and down. He's still learning how to play in the NRL. I know he's been kind of in and out, but I think he's had a much improved year and while he's outside Jonathan Thurston, he's going to be a weapon and he's only going to get better. He's the, only reason, the reason I'm a little bit negative... He's 21. I, I really don't care because there'll just be some other good young player come in and you know what? Jason Talmalolo, in however long his contract is, will be looking to come back to rugby league because rugby union sucks. <laughs> Straight <laughs> Amen. up. Like, did anyone watch that test on the weekend? I put it on on Saturday night. Lewis fell asleep. So what are you talking Mate, about? I fell asleep yeah. during the Parramatta Raiders game. Yeah, I, was, I was well done right. before the union came on. But I did tell you that the union was coming up. That's what put you into that deep slumber. Oh, I think it was the grog from the night before, to be honest. True. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a combination. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, all right, moving along. Uh, mate, I get a lot of questions from Sharks fans. Obviously, a miserable year for them asking about who's going where and are they, are they getting any signings. Well, I can reveal that the Sharks are set to announce the signing of the New South Wales on the 20s utility Jack Bird from the Dragons Ooh. and a young young pickup for the Sharks. They're also chasing English fly-based Kevin Brown. He plays for Witness. He's a 29-year-old, but the Sharks rate him highly. So they are in the market, the Sharks. So the Sharks fans out there um, look to get Jack Bird in the next couple of weeks. Jack Bird, worthwhile. Kevin Brown. Leave me out of that. Yeah, no Kevin Brown, Jack Bird, though. Very good player. 29 years old. I'll tell you what, succession planning for the super old back row that they have, everyone being 30-plus. But, uh, yeah, Jack Bird, very good player, just needs to put a beef on. Look, I've got I've got rid of Mark Minicello. I've now turned my sights to Chris Hornington, guys. Right. <laughs> That's my new guy. Super League are out, Chris. Super League are out. If you're listening... Mate, we saw a new Tweet us, we saw a new sure. element to his game on the weekend. Yeah, what was that? We saw that the fake pass. He, he, he did the old floater to himself, and then he dummied it, and then he got oh, murdered. Stop it! <laughs> he did get murdered. <laughs> like, get the hint, champ. Yeah, Adam Blair went on a mission to hurt Chris Hollington. Excellent, and and I applaud it. <laughs> the official hashtag for the the, the, the shark should be never too old to play for the sharks. Mm. I mean, that, that might yeah. that might an old man. Scratch my head. 30 plus, <laughs> probably, mate. Yeah. All right, boys. Sam Cassiano looks like he's about to sign a deal with the Bulldogs. He's had some big offers from Canberra and the Dragons, but the dogs are keen to sign him up, and he's keen to sign with the Bulldogs. So there's rumours of him going to Canberra are false. I thought Sam Cassiano already had a long-term deal from the grand final, like a four-year deal. So isn't he already uh, locked up to a 2016? Yeah, he's up to the 2016, but they want him long-term, champ. Oh, wow. That's pretty poor. Long-term. Long-term. I, I, he'd be the first one out of all the forwards they're locked up to. Like Frank Pritchard will probably move on end of this year, you'd have to think, uh, but he'd be the next one to be pushing out there. They've got way too many forwards. Yeah. They need to seriously address their back line. If they haven't figured that out yet, well, then, Desi, mate, it's time to get a haircut. Right. It's time to get a haircut. Something that, that's taken over the brain. It just says forwards, forwards, forwards. You need to address the back line. Uh, you got Leisha coming over. That's a pretty good signing, but you know we haven't seen that much of him in NRL. I think he'll do better with the Bulldogs than he has done with Cronulla. Too much hair, but, it's clear uh, his judgment. Yeah, he definitely needs to look at his back on and, uh, and a fullback at least. Yeah, true. Yeah. Fury, mate. Um, 
emails today, boys, from Newcastle fans on the back of their win, wanting to know about Travis Waddell and Willie Mason. Travis Waddell will be going to the Broncos with Wayne Bennett, and Willie Mason is obviously going to leave the Knights and should announce soon that he'll either be going to the Dragons or the Panthers. Oh, Panthers? The Panthers. Wow. <laughs> I heard dragons. <laughs> I heard dragons. Yeah. I, I heard dragons. dragons as well. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to throw out there. Tim Grant or Willie Mason, I'll take Willie. <laughs> oh, oh. I'll tell you what, there's a few Panther fans that were standing on the hill with us last night that agreed with you. Yeah, they'll give they us shout, Shouting out some expletives. I said, boys, you do realise he plays for the Panthers. They're like, yeah, yeah we know. Yeah, okay, probably, cool. probably the funniest one I got was a bloke standing next to me in the you know the members section, and they held up "Thanks, Tim," and he goes, "Yeah, thanks for nothing." Stop <laughs> <laughs> it! I was like, "Wow!" The knives were out in Penrith last they're, night. They're, they're, really, they're really not uh, too disappointed. They've all had so. a skinful. Obviously, half of them have got an RDO today. Yeah, good time. Oh, my lord! <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Stay classy, Penrith. Stay classy. <laughs> Westies, mate. We're all we're all class, and we're all about oh. truth. Increase, I would. No, I just think he's good enough. Simple. Oh, he's a good player. Very good player. Oh, I, I really, like I said the other night, I like seeing Jackie White at the back. I haven't seen him there since uh, he played with us in the 20s, but I reckon that's his spot. Mm-hmm. So so he's not uh, he's not on the Bulldogs radar anymore? That's no. gone? Okay. They're, they're still, still trying to get the other Morris twin and working hard on that deal, so... Well, I'd rather a fullback than a winger. Nothing else on the, the Stewart brothers going to the Raiders? There was a little bit of murmuring about that going on. Yeah, nothing's gone, gone quiet. Everything from Manly's gone quiet at the moment. Anthony Watmow um, was pulled into a... Besides Anthony Watmow. Well, Watmow was yeah. on a media band for ages. He's only just come off it. <laughs> is, he talking to, is he talking to Danny Wilder again? That's his go-to. He, lo- <laughs> he loves a conversation by the fire with Danny. Uh, no one should talk to Danny Wilder. Yeah, no. He's a bit of a goose, that fella. Yeah, Redbeard. Redbeard. <laughs> <laughs> Ah oh, well, Josh Hoffman, good player. If he goes there or stays at Brisbane, I think I think it's going to take a bit of convincing from Wayne Bennett as to what his plan is uh, and how he's going to use him if he's going to stay there. But fullback spot guaranteed, extra three hundred fifty k a year. Pack your bags, son. You're heading to cold old Canberra. Mm. Yep. Good times. Well, if that's everything, buddy, we'll jump into the tips. Uh, obviously, getting right down to the nitty gritty. But last week, Brock, you got three. You went to hit some yeah. home runs and. Uh, <laughs> Come up a bit short. So oh, you hit a couple of sixes and top edged them. Yep. <laughs> you got out pretty quickly. You got 103. Gossip, you got five chumps, so you're on 110. And I got another one. Got a sixer, 116, so I'm six clear. And six clear. Five. How many games to go? There's only nine games to go. So. Yeah. I'm uh, feeling pretty good. Let's put it that way. Yeah, right on, mate. But uh, we kick things off put Friday night. It's Manly versus Souths at Allianz Stadium. No home ground advantage. I will be going with the Rapatools. Yeah, I'll go south. Gossip Sharp. Yeah, I'll go south. It wouldn't matter if it was played at Brookvale, I don't think. Um, I think South would win anyway. Manly struggling of late. That was shit house against Cowboys. That was shit house against the Titans as well. So, oh, yeah. around. Very frank assessment. And I've said today that I think they'll go back door, bang, bang. They're last year, uh, they're this year's Melbourne and Myers. They just seem that uh, they're a bit floundering. Troubles at the club. They've got some injuries. I'm, I'm getting a Melbourne vibe. I'm thinking bang, bang. I'm... Uh... I'm willing to give them another chance, but I'm not willing to uh, to tip them. You know, yeah. No. Well, yeah, obviously, because you have. Which means I'll probably win this week. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we move on to Saturday. We're at Allianz Stadium again. It's the Penny Panthers for you two lads versus the Sydney Roosters. I have to ask you guys first because I'm. Just you want an upset? I'm very interested. You, I'm tipping the Panthers. You are going the Panthers. That's uh, wow. Oh, just give me a sippy then. <laughs> Jesus. That's the quickest rise I've ever heard. He's rock hard on that end of the phone. What, what, what have you got, mate? Are you going to go with Brock with the pennies? or? Uh, if I'm thinking of my testicles, I'm thinking Penrith, but uh, I, I, you can't go past the Chook, surely. Yeah. At home, they're, on, they're in form. Mitchell Pierce is starting to play good football again. Boring. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, you just you don't know with Penrith. I kept writing them off, and they keep winning. So 
I'm lucky against Manly. Terrific last night. Didn't make an error in the second half against the Warriors. I think the uh, the chips are going to go all in this week. He's diving clear. He's got a big stack there. Boom. All in. Knock the yeah, roosters. Imagine yeah. if they knock the roosters off this week. I think the roosters. This just, is their grand final. I reckon the roosters flick them by 10, 12 points, get the week off, get Friend and Gare back and win the comp. That's what I reckon. Oh, no. Get your roosters. Well, you've done it before, Ivan, with the Warriors in 2011, knocked off some big names, knocked off Melbourne. Um, so the coach, he's, he, he, he's, not, he's not new to this. Go the pennies. Yep, all right. Well, we move jam on. It, jam it, everyone from the east. Wow, wow. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we've got uh, Big Brother versus Little Brother up there. The Cowboys on top, though, this year, finishing higher. Then the Broncos, who slipped in eighth, elimination final. Uh, I'm going the Cowboys. Cowboys, I think this one's pretty easy. Yeah, Cowboys, boys. I think uh, if we go back to the first podcast here, Big Roosters, Cowboys grand final, and mm. sticking with it, go the Cowboys. Good times. And we wrap things up on Sunday. My wish came true. I said I wanted to play the dogs for the last two weeks. We get the dogs. So if we lose, after all I've hoped for, I'm going to go blow Amy Park up. All right, that's what's going to happen. So, right. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Storm to beat the Bulldogs. Yeah, Storm. Uh, yeah, the Storm by plenty, boys. And yeah. I, I got a text from young Brocky over the weekend saying that the Titans are going to win, and he, he, he's nailed it. Mate, he was at it all week, and he said, he was. I'll beat the Dogs. Even up until yesterday, the only thing I said to him, there's only one game I'm certain of. I said Newcastle will win by 40. They did. But when we were watching that game, it was 8-0. I'm like, yeah, I'm glad I didn't take his advice. And then the second half, we had a couple of beers at uh, good old Outback Jack's or Outback Steakhouse, is it? Yeah, always makes it right, bro. Mate, I was on the school, all right? Yeah, I was a bit lost. We both were. I looked up and the I next thing you know, I was ready to glass someone. Almost spat beer out because Brad Tackering, he scooted for himself and scored that try, and then he dropped the ball. And I was yeah. like, oh, he's bombed and it. William Zillman did the only thing he's done all year and kicked the field goal <laughs> and won us the game. And, uh, and Tom Waterhouse, he had that stupid promotion. Uh, if you're silly enough to back the Titans, I'll give you $5. If there's so not Tom, a... Thanks for that, champ. If a fat man runs under the field and streaks during Origin, I'll give you a buddy back. Yeah, Tom. <laughs> so get that one up, you know. Is he, is he a Bulldogs fan, Tom Waterhouse? I don't know. Like, he's clearly an imbecile, so he puts him in that <laughs> category. <laughs> oh, well, he, now he's happy on blokes and he got massive coin. <laughs> yeah, good. Well, well I'm bring it on, Tom. Good on him, charity fight. Let's Top go. stuff, charity fight. <laughs> Mate, it'd have to be a super catch rate fight between me, me, you, and him. I'm 105. Yeah, he's definitely not 105. I don't, I don't. He'd be lucky to be pulling 70. The poor bugger. Oh, That'd be a very unfair fight. We'll just weight him up while they do the horses. We'll just weight him. <laughs> we'll weight him up. He won't be able to throw a punch. Yeah, he's stand there. He'd be a bunch of them. <laughs> hey, I've seen some big budgies. <laughs> All right, we're, we're getting a bit RA, and I think the Peroni has gone to his head. But uh, I'm, I'm going to call it right now. With the tips that are gone in there, mathematically, I think that wraps it up. What do you mean? Well, six clear of gossip, and he's tipped all the same. How many games left after this week? Yeah, it does wrap it up. That's done. Right. I'm the winner. That's top. Well, right? no, I won. Well, not, not technically if they all lose. Oh, no, yeah, you're right. No, it's done. Yeah. You can tip the same results, and you're not catching. You're well going. You're 13 by one. Mate, I'm a champ. You go on. I've won. I've give wrapped me, it up. Give me double points. No, you ain't getting nothing, mate. <laughs> you fell behind. I come back from last place to jag this. I'm happy. I won the Lions, and I've won this. It's good times. That's about all you win all year, champ. Mate, I won nothing last year. I've, I won nothing last year. I think you won everything. So I've gone the flip. I'm happy with that. But that wraps us up for this week, mate. So we'll see how the first week of the finals played. Exciting times. It's the championship rounds, and we'll talk to you next week. Yeah, there's any fans at the same time. It might be a later podcast next week, mate. We've got a grand final next sun, uh, this Sunday. So Yeah. Oh, actually, that's a good point. If, we, if we win, <laughs> you won't see Brock until Friday, like last year. <laughs> Lewis is like, man, we're going to do a podcast. I'm like, yeah. That's good. If you're not here next week, I'll just do a 10-minute podcast. Play yourself. Yeah, I'll just quickly run through the two games that are on and just do the odds. <laughs> and then we'll ring Gossip while I'm half having I'm just freaking proud of the game, Gossip. Sensational. Actually, that's what we should do. We should do a drunk podcast next week. No, we, should we, come, no we should come home loaded when we're done and then ring Gossip. We should and have a half-hour chat. I reckon that'll work out nice. Yeah. Actually, it would be. 
Yeah. What do you call it? Fifth and last uncut. <laughs> Fifth and last loaded. That's all right. <laughs> Locked and loaded. I might have to get to the pub then. You might have to get on our level. So we'll, we'll, you have to get on our level, and then we'll record it and see how it goes. And if it's too too Ruth, I'll just go. No, we can't put it here, guys. Imagine that. Well, imagine if we got no, a video. Someone paid us to do that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but if someone paid me, if someone paid me to get absolutely steamed into <laughs> football, I'd be I'd die tomorrow. I'd yeah. I, I'd seriously. Man, I think we're onto something. Oh, I'll start sending emails out to some radio stuff. I'll stare around a couple Ginge, of joints and say, what Bernsie, Fox Sports, Channel 9, something. Where is that? If you're on a steam show, just two bucks absolutely sourced off their face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got it sorted. And we'll have Goss come on the line blind as well, just drunk dial. Yeah. <laughs> we'll drunk dial Goss every week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, all right, we got massively off track, but thanks a lot, mate. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah. And a big thank you as always goes to Mr. Gossip. You can catch him on Facebook if you head up to the search bar and type in NRL Gossip and his handle at Twitter is the same. It is at NRL Gossip. That concludes us for another week. So if you want to get in contact with us on Twitter, our handle is at fifth and last. That's the letter N, not the word and. The email is fifth and last podcast at hotmail.com. And on Facebook, just head up to the search bar and type in fifth and last NRL podcast. Keep your eyes peeled for the free bet contest this weekend brought to you by sportingbet.com for your chance to win a $100 free bet. Remember, there is no better bet than a sporting bet. But for now, final start this week, it is time for the championship rounds. Let's see who will finish on top and be crowned the NRL champion. Enjoy your week and enjoy your rugby league. Bring it on. Give us more. Give us more. Where are you going? What's going on here? Is that it? Is that it? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.